0: Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Thank you. Love
1: you guys.
0: 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate
1: your humor. Hot Radio Maine. You guys
0: have an awesome radio show. Maine's hit music channel. You know that I didn't win because I'm sitting in this seat today, but did you win last night? Because you said you would come into work uh, regardless if you hit the Powerball or not.
1: Well, I actually didn't purchase a ticket, but Tucker did, and what's his is mine, and he did not win.
0: No, I, I, knew, I knew he didn't because there were uh, two winning tickets sold, and it was in Cali in Wisconsin. We didn't even get the uh, two million dollar tickets. There was not even a $1 million dollar ticket sold in Maine. So no luck for Mainers, maybe, uh, maybe a few of the uh, smaller amounts people won, but not any of the big ticket prizes. Uh, they didn't have a winner since October 4th. That was 40 drawings in a row. I thought I went, I went to bed last night. Sure, I was going to wake up a millionaire, but... Mm, that's not what 2020. Well,
1: don't stop 20, manifesting.
0: 22 has in store for me just yet. It was either going to be me. I was positive of this. It was either going to be me. I figured you wouldn't buy a ticket. It was either going to be me <laughs> or one of uh, one of the listeners that scored a ticket from us yesterday. I'll have to be happy for this this listener that we gave out the the number two. But that could have easily would you
1: actually be happy. Pop- I'd be excited that they won. But then I would get gonna, so jealous. I'm going
0: to be like 100 percent transparent. Like I would have like I don't know if I would have been happy. I don't think so. I know. Because I bought my numbers at the same time. Sweet thing. I got the other numbers. So if I had.
1: You just like scribbled their name out.
0: If I had just given them a different number and I I took the number, like that's how close I would would have been. You never
1: forgive yourself.
0: No, I thought about that. Although I would be excited in the end. And some of our uh, winners yesterday were like, Hey, I'll tip you guys out if I win.
1: Yeah, they were feeling generous.
0: So Since neither of us hit the Powerball, it's time to get creative, Tara, on how we're gonna make some extra money. Okay. Uh 90 Day fiance Stephanie Maddow was selling her farts in jars for a <laughs> thousand bucks a pop. I guess we could do that. <laughs>
1: Could we though? Because that seems like a lot of effort.
0: It was earning her 50 grand per week.
1: That is insanity.
0: So 50 people per week were purchasing a a grand jar of her farts. She banked $200,000 all together and then she had to stop selling uh, her gas gifts because her high fiber diet of beans, protein muffins and eggs sent her to the hospital (gasps) with terrible pains. So she had to stop.
1: She thought she was having a heart attack. I guess.
0: Yeah. I guess for everybody that purchased one of those jars. As you know, is the authentic thing. Like she really was was it's was not like packaging she was like it up
1: laxatives or anything. She was eating. She was eating the right things. Have you watched organic?
0: You're a 90 day fiance. Yes, what's, I'm obsessed. What's her deal?
1: So she was on it. I believe she was on. Before the 90 days for she was dating someone from Australia and then she they hadn't like met in person. So she traveled to Australia and then they had like 90 days to get married, I want to say. But there's so many different spinoffs that I don't remember which one she was actually on.
0: The only thing I know about 90 Day Fiance is the guy with no neck.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, she's gotten creative, too, and she's adapted now that she can't have that diet anymore. She's selling fart NFTs. I still need to figure out this NFT thing. I, I spent like 20. you
1: sell a fart NFT? It's I don't know. It's a picture of green gas.
0: Apparently it is. Uh, you can go to fartjarsnft.com if you'd like to purchase one of those. Uh, maybe put your browser on private mode so your significant other doesn't wonder what you're looking at uh, when you're not together. Uh, Maddo says uh, these NFTs are just as beautiful, unique and rare as my actual poots.
1: Oh my God. You can
0: practically smell how delightful they are through the screen. Just use your imagination. So you have to imagine it with the NFT.
1: For the record, I was correct. She was on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days.
0: We don't even have to do the jar thing. We can just uh, sell NFTs of ours. Who do you think we get more money for a jar of their...
1: Between you and I? Between me and you. Me. Really? Yes.
0: You're probably right. Because
1: I feel like with girls, it's like, like like someone could have a kink for that. But with you, it's like, ew. Wow. Yeah, there's
0: a lot of weird dudes out there that, <laughs> that obviously were purchasing these, so they'd be into it. Hot Mornings with Brian Lon and Tara Fox. Get a pair of tickets to the Maine Mariners. We're going to hook you up this hour while we're commercial free to get in the running for the tickets. 207-807-1104 is the phone number. Answer this question. Question is,
1: what is something from your childhood that the generation below you would not understand?
0: I like it. Very TBT themed question today. Uh, What do you got for us?
1: So mine is from my teenage years. And I don't think teenagers today will ever understand this. Getting 11 likes on your Instagram picture. Like Instagram came out in 2010. 10. Everyone I knew in high school had it by like 2011. And it was like the biggest, coolest thing. But it used to be in this format where it would just show everyone's names. Right. When they liked your photo. And once you hit 11. Once you hit 11, you got that nice clean number 11. And of course, it could go up from there. You could get like 20 likes if you were really popular. But everyone seemed to stay right between 11 and 15 likes. And once you got 11, you knew. You had a good picture. Wow. And nowadays, teenagers post these beautiful photos with such nice quality cameras. And they're so artistic. And they get like hundreds of thousands of likes. Like they get so many likes. It's crazy. My younger sisters, when they're in high school, 300 likes was like the lowest they'd get on a photo. And I'm like, what? I I was just happy with 11. 11. Yeah. Come on.
0: All right. So that's yours. Uh, The question is.
1: What's something from your childhood that the generation below you would not understand?
0: Calling a girl's house and praying. (laughs) (laughs) praying that you did not get their parent or older brother.
1: Because you didn't have cell phones?
0: You didn't have cell phones. So you would have to call the girl's house and you would get the number and it was a big deal. And you would pray that like the dad or the mom or uh, in one of my uh, instances that I'm thinking of specifically the older brother didn't want to talk to him. Was hoping hang up? that, uh, no, I would fight through it, but it was always that awkward <gasps> conversation. Uh. And then you could hear like brother put the phone down and be like, there's some like dweeb on the phone for you. <laughs> that uh, awkwardness and the anxiety of making that phone call. Like nowadays, everyone's got cell phones. You just text them directly, you call them directly. You know that they're going Nowadays people
1: up. have full blown relationships through the cell phone without ever meeting.
0: Exactly. <laughs> So the generation, the next generation, the generation of people coming up right now, they don't know, they don't know the anxiety that comes with having to call the home phone.
1: Well, that's like when I was telling you I was the only kid to not have a cell phone. Mm -hmm. So no one would call me. Right. Because they didn't want to talk to my parents.
0: That's what I'm saying. You were, you were in the like the generation right after that. (laughs)
1: I know where everyone had a cell phone except for me. Like it would have been, it would have been
0: crazy for somebody to call your house. That's why they just didn't do it.
1: I know. Everyone was scared to.
0: No way to contact Tara. She doesn't have a, she's got a home phone. (laughs) no we're just not going to be friends with her
1: (laughs) seriously get a
0: cell phone and then maybe we'll we'll communicate with you zara from auburn question is what tara
1: what's something from your childhood that the generation below you wouldn't understand so mine would be when the street lights came on why because kids don't go outside (laughs) when the street lights came on it means you got your ass home
0: (laughs) yeah and before they came on i could be dead in a ditch and my parents would have no idea
1: Yeah, no, they didn't they didn't care as long as the lights
0: came on and you weren't home. Hey, I made it to this point in my life. I'm all right. We did it we did okay.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say we're we're doing pretty good.
0: Do you know about the lights <laughs> coming on Tara?
1: No. I do, yeah. Oh well we have like the same name.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Zara and Tara. That's where the confusion was. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, we do, wow. <laughs> um well when I was growing up, I don't know, my parents just gave me they said I had to be home at six PM and if I wasn't home by six PM I was grounded. So I wasn't really looking she at it. Even, I wasn't looking at the lights, I was looking at the clock. And said so you didn't even get I feel like the lights turned on later than six. Yeah, no, my parents were crazy with the curfew.
0: Zara and Tara feels like it would be like a Nickelodeon or Disney Channel show. Oh my Channel God, show. totally. You're watching Zara and Tara. I love it. And then you got to do the wand. Yes. Do the wand.
1: Oh, well, no one can see it.
0: It's just for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I saw uh, I saw a throwback to when Jake Paul did the wand. <laughs> Oh my God. The other day, somebody posted that. It was great. Jordan from Portland. The question is.
1: What's something from your childhood that the generation below you wouldn't understand? Having a MySpace. Yeah, I didn't have one. I never did.
0: <laughs> we were all Internet coders or computer coders back in the day.
1: It was it was. Like
0: the old, it was like a Facebook, but but definitely a lot more uh, high tech, I would say. Yeah, because we would go in there, mess with the code, you could change the glitter on the background, you put up your songs. Oh, yeah, that was the best part. Yeah, (laughs) I had a buddy who used to hustle and he was like really good with the coding and you could pay him a little bit and he would really like pimp out your uh, MySpace page. Remember like Pimp My Ride? He would do Pimp My MySpace (laughs) and you'd pay him a little bit of money and he would hook it up. (laughs) Hard idea. If it was today, would Hot Radio Maine be in your top eight? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think the feature that I miss most from MySpace, and you didn't have one, so you don't remember this, but you got to pick that song that played when you landed on somebody's MySpace page or your MySpace page.
1: Was it on MySpace or did you have to like download and upload it? No,
0: no, it was on MySpace. So you would go to like an artist page or whatever, and I think you would just like select that one and it would boom that would be your song when you went on there. And it was always like finding like the song that fit my mood for that moment in time. Oh, totally. Question is?
1: What is something from your childhood that the generation below you wouldn't understand?
0: On the text, uh, somebody said parachute pants and beepers.
1: Yeah, no, I've never experienced that. I actually recently looked into beepers and pagers because I couldn't figure out how they worked. I was thinking about it and I didn't get it. So I was doing some research and didn't there have to be towers, like cell phone towers?
0: I'm not sure how they actually worked. I know how like they were
1: transmission. Worked. Electrical transmission, some sort of thing. Like I know sending that, a text. I know
0: that it like beep somebody and it said, Hey, you've got a beep from this uh, phone number and then and you, you would,
1: and then you go to a phone and you then you, call you call
0: would them. go to a pay phone and you look at the number and you would call it that person back. Also you could like Put in like you know beeper codes for like 143 mm-hmm. i love you like etc um i always wanted a beeper but my parents said that only drug dealers had beepers and
1: and doctors come on
0: i was like i Karen has a beeper she's not <laughs> she's not slinging <laughs> on the street corners she's like oh she works for the red cross and she's helping people you're
1: you're a child
0: you're in seventh grade Chill out. Kristen from Buxton, the question is...
1: What's something from your childhood that the generation below you wouldn't understand? So I think it would be dial-up internet and everything that went with that. I don't know if you guys remember, Like, if you called someone three times in a row, you could knock them off the internet to get your call through. On oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was actually explaining that to
0: my kids, and they looked at me like I had three heads. My mom would get so <laughs> mad she'd be waiting for a call, and then she'd find out that for the last two days I'd been online downloading uh, the new Eminem album, and it would take <laughs> that long just to get like 10 songs. Yeah, on LimeWire? Yeah, giving my uh, computer every STD possible.
1: And it would go so A doodle pad that just lived on the computer desk for every time things were loading.
0: (laughs) The worst was when somebody would like upload, like a a local artist would upload their song but name it as like Eminem featuring like Tupac and Dr. Dre, and you're like, ooh, what's this? And you would download it, and it would be the worst. Mm -hmm.
1: So clever.
0: Did you ever have to experience dial-up internet in your life?
1: I don't remember it, no. Because when I was a little kid, the only time I was on the computer, I was playing like Freddy Fish. I was playing games. I wasn't on the internet.
0: Mavis Beacon teaches typing?
1: (laughs) That was in school. That was my jam. But when I got older and I was in like fifth grade and I would call my friends and stuff on the home phone. By that point, I believe we had Wi-Fi and my mom would always be like, don't use the phone. I'm on the computer. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And the phone's working just fine.
0: (laughs) She had PTSD from the dial up days. She didn't
1: understand.
0: Jen, the question
1: is what is something from your childhood that the generation below you wouldn't understand? A rotary Yeah, my grandparents had one of these and they had to actually teach me how to use it because when I stayed at their house, if I wanted to call my mom, I could only use that phone. I'm kind of
0: impressed (laughs) that you know how to use it. I was going to ask you, if I put a rotary phone in front of you right now, would you know how to dial a phone number?
1: Well, my sister actually recently bought one just for decoration, just a cute pink one. And I tried to school her and say, I bet you don't even know how to use it. And she was like, how do you use it? And then I accidentally like spun it the wrong way. I was like, wait, don't look yet. I'm rusty.
0: (laughs) Jen from SOPA, what's something from your childhood that the generation after you wouldn't understand?
1: I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? An atlas or a regular fold out
0: map. Granted, they know what it is, but reading it is much different than typing into Google
1: and just finding an address. <laughs> right. Never used one of these in my entire existence. For me as a
0: kid, I remember my mom having to print out the MapQuest directions and then that's how I would find out how to get to my AAU basketball game. Like you didn't just put it into GPS, you had to do the MapQuest printed out directions. Yeah, I don't even think, I think my kid, my oldest is 19 and I think TomTom, Tom, like just started coming out, I don't know, not even until he was like 10 or so. so even with their first, Box is like your box TV. Now they're all like slim, and you can get anywhere from the internet. But yeah, or you just get it on your phone. You have a GPS on your phone wherever yeah. you go. Exactly. I put a GPS on for places that I go on a regular basis, and then my girlfriend <laughs> makes fun of me, and it's like, well, I'm just trying to beat my time because it'll be like estimated arrival time, and I put it in because I want to see if I can get there quicker. Well, your girlfriend is is correct though. Like I don't know about using it to go to my normal place. Yeah, she. I mean, you don't even be like, doing that every day. She's usually right. I mean. <laughs> usually wrong. That may, that's that's about right. Tom Tom. That's such like a blast from the past. I remember the Tom Tom commercials. It's like Tom Tom was GPS and TiVo was like the DVR recorders.
1: I don't remember any of this. And I don't think I've ever seen my parents use a map. I've only just seen them drive.
0: You don't remember the the TiVo uh, logo and the
1: I wasn't allowed to use it.
0: Did you you had it though at your house?
1: My parents had something. They had uh, I think they might have had dish. And it was just like the DVR. It might not have been TiVo, but I was strictly told I was not allowed to record any shows or movies. And it was just for my parents.
0: You don't want to fill up all the storage.
1: That's what they said.
0: Which is your reality TV crap.
1: My parents were honestly so strict. That's probably why I'm <laughs> a, a nut job now. <laughs> no rules.
0: Liz from Biddeford. The question today is.
1: What's something from your childhood that the generation below you wouldn't understand? Oh my God, I'm so glad you say this because I feel like I'm the only one who remembers these sometimes. My
0: generation did not have these.
1: They did, you just just didn't have any. Our
0: uh, our generation's wild. I know you're not supposed to ask, but how old are you? (laughs)
1: I'm 26.
0: 26. All right, so you're definitely much younger. Did you're- you
1: watch Degrassi growing up? I watched episodes like in
0: science class, but that was it.
1: Yeah, because there was an episode with the sex bracelets, and I don't know if that's where I learned it from, but I remember people having them in school.
0: It was really big in my school.
1: Where did you go to school? Uh, first this
0: is New Hampshire before I moved to Maine.
1: Okay, so in New Hampshire, yeah. <laughs>
0: what are sex bracelets? So each color means something different. Like, let's say you had a classmate and they ripped off one of the colors, whatever color they ripped off off you were supposed to
1: perform so messed up i thought it was like you got like if you did something something in the school bathroom then someone gave you a bracelet and then you walked around school and everyone knew you had done something at
0: my school it's like you know like White was like the most innocent or whatever. It was like kissing. So if someone ripped off a white one, you had
1: to kiss them, blah, blah, blah. This
0: is so bad. Yeah. Wow. This definitely sounds like the plot for like an SVU episode.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, it it was
0: wild. Uh, Are you trying to go to a main Mariners game?
1: I've never been, so that would be cool. Yeah, let's
0: make this happen. Let's hook you up with a pair of tickets. You're going to go to the game. Congratulations. Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Uh, Let's see here. You're going to go to Sunday, January 23rd's game. Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Warnings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. According to reports, Coachella is going to have Kanye West and Billie Eilish as co-headliners. There's also talk of Swedish Mafia performing. Both artists performed at the event back in 2019. Travis Scott was scheduled to be the headliner in 2020, but then COVID hit. And after the Astroworld tragedy, he's off the list for right now. Coachella will try to make its pandemic Come back on two weekends in April. We shall see if that happens because we're still talking about postponements and cancellations over here.
1: Have you ever been to Coachella?
0: No, but I did go to a festival, like a hip hop festival out uh, in that same neck of the woods. And it was miserable.
1: Why, because of all the sand?
0: The sand, the traffic the dirty people.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) It's just miserable. Like we got there. We stayed for like 15 minutes. We're like, let's beat the traffic. We got like a meal at a Denny's and then drove back home.
1: Yeah, you were not That was
0: my one experience. Well, after spending hours in the traffic, like all these artists, they take helicopters in and out, right?
1: Oh, that's how they do it. We're
0: stuck in traffic for hours. And
1: isn't it in the middle of nowhere? There's like no hotels or anything.
0: Nothing going on out there. If I had like if you have like the VIP treatment and you're paying a lot of money, then I feel like this is uh, the thing to do. Um, But speaking of postponements and cancellations for the second year in a row, the Grammy Awards have been postponed because of the pandemic. Uh, The ceremony was scheduled for January 31st in L.A. It's been put on hold because of the Omicron variant. A statement said the health and safety of those in our music community, the live audience and the hundreds of people who work tirelessly to produce our show remains our top priority. Given the uncertainty surrounding the Omicron variant, holding the show on January 31st simply contains too many risks. We look forward to celebrating music's biggest night on a future date, which will be announced Soon
1: when things like this happen, it makes me feel so uneasy because when it's in print and you say it out loud for the second year in a row, it's like, oh, my God, how long are we going to be in this?
0: Things like this give me anxiety because I, I think back to when I first started taking the pandemic uh, serious was when the NBA, I remember I was at Shays and uh, like one city center like area down there. I was eating and they had the game on and they literally stopped the game in the middle of it. And they're like, that was when like the season started being postponed and they were canceling games because of positive tests. And I was
1: at Trader Joe's. From <laughs>
0: that moment on, we're still talking about postponements and cancellations. I know. In a uh, lengthy statement, Antonio Brown claims that he told his coach he was injured and could not play this is his side of the story quote he didn't call for medical attention instead he shouted at me you're done while he ran his fingers across his throat coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt then I was done with the bucks I didn't quit I was cut
1: what does that mean when what is that gesture like he ran his fingers across his throat like is you're that dead like I'm gonna cut your head off
0: yeah like slit your throat like you're <gasps> dead
1: oh my god I didn't know if it's that graphic.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, he went on to say that at that moment, he just couldn't stand to have uh, the, <laughs> God, the logo, so wear the logo uh, of the team. So that's why he took his uniform off and he decided to leave. Apparently, uh, he visited a doctor and found out that there were broken bone fragments stuck in his ankle and his injuries were worse than expected. Brown will reportedly undergo surgery. He said that the team knew he was injured, that they shot him up with painkillers and told him to go out there and play. And that this happened when he said he could no longer perform i don't know i've defended uh, antonio brown on the vax card thing and i was wrong on that so i'm yeah. gonna <laughs> <laughs> hold my opinion on this one as well i will say this much Tom Brady follows Antonio Brown on Instagram. Antonio Brown no longer follows Tom Brady on Instagram.
1: Which, well, that's a little rude. Which
0: kind of made me sad cuz I thought they were like best buds and I thought that uh what Tom said after the game about having compassion uh and, and caring about Antonio Brown was sincere.
1: And wasn't Antonio Brown like living with Tom Brady or Yeah, I mean, at he's the properties? reason that
0: he was on the team and got a got a second chance at another chance at playing uh football. But Hulu's dropped a new trailer for Pam and Tommy, uh, in this one we meet the uh, who steal and distribute Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's now infamous sex tape and it's actually played by uh, Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm very excited for this
1: Oh, I can't wait
0: Can't wait to watch it
1: Nobody's ever getting rich off a of celebrity sex tape What if we
0: sold it someplace nobody could find us? A website A what's that It's this thing on the computer People will order the tape directly from us Wow, you are so hot What this? I won't do that. How many copies of this are out there? Could be dozens. High-rated copies are sprouting up all over the web. You don't seem to understand what a big deal this is. I'm on that tape just the same as you. But this is worse for me. How is this worse for you? Everyone is beautiful me. and perfect. Is that how you feel? Like you have to please people? It's all I do. Sounds like it's gonna be terribly amazing.
1: She really does sound like Pamela Anderson. The voice is pretty good.
0: A what site? <laughs> a website. Talk about generational differences when you have to explain what a website is to somebody. uh, We can sell stuff on one of those. Whoa, that's crazy. Uh, Pam and Tommy premieres on Hulu February 2nd. Get ready for that. One last thing for Dirty on the 30. New music Friday this week is looking like it's going to be pretty good. We already know we got the weekend coming. We got the track list to that. We got the teasers and everything. So Dawn FM from the weekend is dropping on Friday. We're also going to get Gunna drip season four. And he just released a track listing for that. And it's got features from Drake. Chloe Bailey Future Young Thug Little Baby Roddy Rich Kodak Black and Chris Brown just to name a few you're going to hear that you're going to hear the weekend on Friday we got a good
1: good Friday
0: yeah we got a good new music Friday coming up that is your Dirty on 30 made how to Make by Derigo Federal Credit Union credit card companies doing you dirty you should take advantage of Darago's 0% platinum credit card DerigoFCU.com. Hot Radio Main Let me explain something one time Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLone and Tara Fox Five Things You Need to Know I can't believe this was a year ago. One year ago today, Donald Trump told his followers to quote, fight like hell and said he would march with them to the Capitol. He did not make that march.
1: See you there.
0: Yeah, I'll meet you there. Get the car ready. We're out of here. Uh, The result left five dead, hundreds facing charges and millions of dollars in property damage. Speaking at Congress today, uh, President Biden will say Trump holds singular responsibility for the chaos and carnage.
1: I was looking at some pictures of people climbing up the walls and they were using headboards, like metal headboards, flipping them on their side and using them as ladders.
0: Like headboards from like beds?
1: Yes, to climb, to get a head start, like using it as a ladder because like they didn't have a whole ladder. So they just had this headboard and they turned it on its side and they were climbing up it. And I'm like, what in the world? Everyone, it looks like ants crawling all over it from like an aerial shot. The
0: pictures, the videos are wild. The fact that these people posted the pictures and videos on social media. On Facebook. And then the FBI just went. Live
1: on Facebook. Yeah, the FBI
0: (laughs) just went on Facebook and was like, well, we got to arrest that person, that person. So crazy. Portland's new mask mandate went into effect yesterday. All businesses must have signs up by Monday. The city's offering free signs to businesses to post. They're also offering free masks for local businesses to distribute and they're available at City Hall today and next Tuesday from 9.30 a.m. to 3.00. PM. The state is opening a new drive through COVID-19 testing site on Monday at the Armory in Augusta. Appointments will be required. This is part of the effort to try to get testing to more of the rural areas of Maine. CDC guidance is that swabbing the nose or throat are both effective for at-home COVID testing. However, some researchers have found that the throat swab is superior. There's people out there that have been doing the, the nose thing and then they move to the throat and the throat tests positive but the nose is negative. And Dr. Shaw I weighed in and said, if it were me, I'd go with the back of the throat.
1: Yeah, you thought the nose was bad and uncomfortable and painful. Just wait till you try to swab your own throat or someone else does it. I would throw up.
0: I mean, if you don't have a gag reflex, then I guess it's good for you to go like that. (laughs) Have you done an at home test yet? I've yet to do one.
1: Yeah, I've done a few. And I did my nose. I didn't did know about this this new throat you didn't trick. Stick it
0: through the back of your throat. No. How deep And you... I would
1: never think to do that. I feel like the person that thought to do this clearly works in healthcare or something because I would never be at home and be like, I'm gonna stick this in the back of my throat.
0: Well I CDC, don't wanna
1: tamper with it.
0: This is where all the confusion happens because there's different recommendations for different places. CDC in uh, America says that you can do either or nose or back their guidance is nose or back of the throat. But in the UK they're strongly encouraging people to do the back of the throat okay whatever dr. Shaw says I just go with that
1: well I've always thought uh, I don't have any medical background but I've always thought the nose thing was like eh shouldn't you just spit into the vial or the tube
0: i was always confused by the fact that i could go and get a test at one place and they would just do it lightly around the rim and another people. place would literally touch the back of my skull oh, i
1: know and I'm like, I know. what is
0: the difference here i honestly feel like go for it just touch the back of my skull with the with the swab because that has to be more accurate i know otherwise you why, why are we doing that um starbucks is kicking off the new year with the returning fan favorite pistachio latte you're not on board with this
1: i don't anyone who has gotten this and loved it. It's like a thing you try once and you never get again. They
0: got it in ice, they get it in hot. There's a bunch of different ways to prepare it. And uh... you know
1: who loves pistachio stuff is Reed. So we should have him go out and get it and do a taste test and give us the results.
0: Okay, deal. <laughs> uh, also, are you gonna? You're like,
1: bu- I actually don't care that much at all.
0: Are you gonna buy his? What's his motivation? No, you- he
1: has the app. He'll get rewards for it. Oh, so you're he just. He probably has a free drink. You're just on gonna there.
0: tell him that this is what he's drinking today. Because I
1: haven't had it. So I wanna, I want his review from a pistachio lover. I to know is this worth it and then i'll spend my hard-earned five dollars you
0: know what he also is no someone who doesn't eat meat
1: oh my god this is perfect for him
0: yeah i mean it's thursday but if he went on monday meatless mondays over at starbucks every monday in january you can enjoy two bucks off the impossible breakfast sandwich
1: well maybe we'll send him next monday
0: on monday he can go on his own dime There's no motivation Reed, for you to do this. There. You have to get your own latte. And while you're there, you got to get a new tumbler. you to get Tara's drink. But you can. Can you have your rewards if he buys your drink? No. Wow. That's I, shady. I have,
1: I have like 600 points right now. I'm saving them for something special.
0: You know what's crazy is like the Starbucks stands out there. Like you guys go back and forth. Like, how many rewards do you have? How many <laughs> points know. do you have? Like, it's insane. It's sick.
1: It is sick.
0: What's the it's most my hobby? What's the most you've seen somebody have?
1: Oh, my God. One of my best friends had like 1,400 stars at is one Is that time. a lot? And you know, what's funny is a girl who was actually on 90 Day Fiance from Florida worked at Starbucks and my friend had moved to Starbucks and knew that this girl worked at the specific location. So she went there on purpose, hoping to see her. She actually ended up being her barista. And when she was cashing her out, she told my best friend, you have the most stars I've ever seen. So that's like a fun little story we like to tell in the Starbucks community. <laughs>
0: Wow! I've had enough. Uh, that is five things you need to know. It's not radio. Make get get, get, get hot mornings with Brian DeLone and Tara Fun. Wake up. You know, sometimes you say things and I go, should I question that? And I let it go <laughs> and I think about it. And then somebody else questions and I'm like, I knew that didn't make sense in my head. Earlier, we were talking about today being the one year since the Capitol riots, January 6th. We all know what happened. And you were mentioning looking back at some of the <laughs> video and pictures and you said that people were using I said
1: people brought their own metal headboards <laughs> to scale the wall. They were using it as a ladder because that's how delusional I am that to me, when I look at that photo I'm like yeah of course that's a metal headboard
0: and when you said that the first thing I thought of and I didn't even question it was like where did they get these headboards from what is she talking about bring
1: your own headboard to the capitol I
0: was just like yeah that's crazy I don't know how they were doing that
1: and I but like but I speak with such confidence
0: you did and in my head I'm like that makes no sense where do they get these headboards and then somebody texted in and said tell Tara I don't think uh people were walking around with headboards they were using the (laughs) scaffolding and the pallets that were around the capitol building and then those are like the big barriers and I see where the confusion was because you showed me the picture and those like you
1: have to admit it does look like a metal headboard. the
0: scaffolding like barrier does kind of look like a, a. it looks
1: like one of the 20 ones you buy at Urban Outfitters
0: it's a very long uh thing but no they we're not using metal headboards.
1: I have to say, this is the funniest way I've been corrected in my entire life. It's the best constructive criticism I think I've ever received.
0: Uh, I was laughing
1: hysterically. And I said, you know what? I replied, I said, that makes a lot more sense that it's a barricade.
0: Now, I'm, gonna, now I'm like, you know what? If you second guess something Tara says, just you got to start questioning it.
1: Yeah, just, just look it up for yourself.